Hi everyone, we are back in the studio for another episode of Time Spot on the Beat with me, Ajay Pal Singh, who is stepping in for Fabian Peter. Today in the studio, we have Oi Kin Fai, who is the editor of Gold.com. So welcome to the show, Kin Fai. Thank you, thank you, Ajit. It's nice to be here. Let's just drive straight into the topic. Okay, we are talking about national football team or Harimau Melaya and coach Kim Panguna. Yes. Uh, he was appointed two months ago. Yes. Uh, and um, what were your first thoughts when the FA of Malaysia unveiled Kim Pangun as the new national coach? To, to be honest, it's um, it's a bit underwhelming for me when they announced it's Kim Pangun. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I've expected it to be uh, a far bigger name of someone who is more a uh, household name or someone who's, uh. who at least has a better di- pedigree in his CV because as we know, Kim Pangun has only um, managed the Hong Kong national team in yes. his past uh, for in terms of national team mm-hmm. and and over the past few years before joining us he has been working with the Korean FA as the uh, director of yes. the national team uh-huh. so in, in a way you can look at it he's he's a bit out of touch with perhaps a few years at the same time working with the national team but somehow mm. uh, not on the field doing day-to-day coaching stuff okay and then um, I felt that it was It was a well-scripted uh, unveiling ceremony at FAM where, you know, he was talking about bringing joy to the Malaysian fans, like what uh, former coach Nelo Vegada used to say. Do you have fears that he may not achieve uh, the goals with Haribo Malaya? <laughs> on that part, I think on on, on the unveiling, unveiling of him uh, uh-huh. in his first press conference, I think you can only say well done on the part of FAM. Okay. For briefing, <laughs> briefing him and you know, uh, and and giving him the right words to say to uh, the media because, uh-huh. unle- otherwise he will come out unprepared and when uh-huh. the media ask him questions and uh, when I ask him question he will sound uh, out of place. Yes, yes. Um, whether he would do well, I think, I think that's where we will come in much later in today when we look at uh, his performances uh, in his in his first two games. Yes, yeah. Okay, agree. Okay, what about his squad selection? I mean, many question why certain players who hardly featured for their uh, clubs are in the national team, while some informed players did not make the cut. He, his squad is a bit surprising because if when when we look at his first squad, what we want to see is some uh, some coordination or some sort of uh, a pattern that we can we can see from his squad. Uh huh. In fact, the squad that he chose is a bit mixed. You know? Yes. Yes. Um, They are old players. They are young players. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a few who has not been kept by the senior team yet. Yes, uh, yes. But majority are those that that who have played uh, a big part uh, under Tan Cheng Ho previously. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you know he, he, that I find pretty strange uh, when Kim Pangon announced his squad, we had they had they had a PC. Okay. So one of the question asked. Uh, Why some he didn't go into specifics? Why uh, say he chose Safi Rahim or why mm-hmm. he say he chose K Jones or or Guzami or whoever's in in the list and in the standby list? Uh-huh. But he did say that some of the players is based on his experience uh-huh. with the players from when he saw three four years ago go, when he was yes. Hong Kong coach. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not sure you can use that as a uh, as a base Benchina. for picking your players 
this time around because four years can, many things can happen drop of form yeah yeah uh, age uh, advancing and also you know the players not being who they are to today what they what they were four years back yeah 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 you felt did he make the right choices in the end I'm... i think to an extent you can say 80 to 90% of the squad that i, I have no problem with uh-huh. I, i i can only speak for myself but looking at the sentiment from from fans comments and fans uh, uh-huh. postings on social media you can also see that yes they are maybe three or four to five players that fans wanted to see in the squad but yeah, not there yeah. mm-hmm. but i think eventually those players will call up anyway because uh-huh. of of dropouts and injuries and covid yeah yeah i think fans wanted to see zafri zafri yeah yeah how yeah. he did he did so well with KL towards the end of last year and also started uh-huh. this year quite well scored uh-huh. Both, I think he's caught in his two opening games for yes, KL. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I think uh, I mean he didn't have enough time to watch all the M League matches and gauge the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, <laughs> I mean the, the 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 matches came in quite fast for him. Yeah, After yeah. After the league yeah. start, it's only two weeks. They only played two league games and one FA Cup match, so it's not much for him to gauge on. Actually, mm. I think a lot will have to rely on his um, his conversation with. The coaches, respected yes. coaches, as the clubs. Mm. Um, but for me, there is also one or two names that I thought could have made the squad. For instance, um, I think someone like, if we look at the the teams, someone like Rodney, Rodney Kelvin, yes, 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 yes. Kedah. Uh, not to say that he has been super outstanding over mm. the rest of the players, but I think there's a there's a Dearth of uh, quality at yeah, yeah. in in center center defense uh, yeah, and yeah. he would be one to uh, instead of us going for you know picking thirty four thirty four thirty five years. Okay, let's talk about the training drills under Pangun. I mean, you were there hmm. during the press conferences. Hmm. You watched them train. Was there any different? Uh, all the the players did reveal that the intensity is high and but they are. Ready to adapt to the training drills and all that. I mean, what is your opinion about the training drills? First of all, I have to say that uh, uh, we, we the media, were not allowed to see the full uh, uh, the, the full training. Yes, we only got to see the first 15 minutes, which basically consists of their warm ups and also uh, physical physical work uh-huh. rather than tactical work. So I cannot comment on the tactical part, but. I've been to many, many uh, past national team trainings. So, okay. and my privilege that some of those I've managed to see in full. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have to compare, I think immediately you will see a a much better structure. Okay. In mm-hmm. terms of planning and what they wanted to do for the day, mm-hmm. um, that everything is prepped out uh, and put out. Like in, for instance, the the. The training drills on the first, very first day of the training of the call up. Um, it looks like a circuit training mm-hmm, uh, where mm-hmm. Doctor Gokan uh, has put out, laid out a series of exercises for the players to partake in, and 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 it 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 speaks volume about the kind of intensity mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the that the coach wants to put during training, and you know. Um, Training these days with the national team, I think it's it's only an hour, an yes. hour five minutes, an hour ten minutes max, mm-hmm. compared to maybe an hour and a half or two hours or sometimes even more with the with the previous uh, regime. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Also, you know, you know, uh, he players coming in at uh, early season is they have gone through pre-season mm-hmm. and uh, working up their fitness levels. But I I think that is something that Kim Pangon and his coaching staff are not too happy with mm. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know I think his game requires his game yeah. as, he, as he always mentioned game model. Yeah, yeah game yeah. model requires uh, a lot of stamina, a lot of high intensity. Mm-hmm. So. You could see that what they wanted to do. That that's why they do double sessions every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. with the weather permitting and all, because I think there were one or two sessions that were had to be cancelled because, because of the weather. The weather. Huh? Okay. Okay. Let's talk about the recent Tri Nation matches in Singapore. The Pangun era uh, began with a bang for Malaysia when they defeated the Philippines two nil. Lah. I mean, he he is the first uh, national coach since 2004 to win his opening match. Lah. He's he's first match as a as national coach lah i mean the game against uh, philippines you know, they were impressive the intensity they were attacking oriented mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. played a bit intense with a plan and then uh, after that against singapore singapore they had the same structure and this and that but i felt that when uh, safik ahmad was injured i mean they did not have plan b i mean they put in uh, sumare sumare he was i mean he was Out of place, I feel. I mean, so what is your opinion about the performances of of Harimau Malaya in both matches? I think you are right. Uh, the the changes, the change in style is very obvious. Yes. Um, there is a, a clear direction mm-hmm. how the team wants to play, and it's quite amazing that you are able to see that played out in front of you after just. Six seven sessions of training. Yes, yes. Because there is not a lot of time to work on on mm. on tactics, so for the players to be able to show, means they have all bought into what Kim Bangon and his staff are trying to do. Every okay. single word, or whatever direction, the the coaching staff have given to them. Then they have they have taken it on board uh-huh. and they are doing it. Okay. You no, know, we see a much higher intensity of game. Uh huh. We see a lot of pressing, which is uh-huh. almost non-existent in in. Uh, I won't. Okay, it's a bit unfair to say non-existent in Panchingu's uh, time. Yeah, they were there, but only in certain games. Mm-hmm. But it, it looks like pressing is uh, a vital component of Kim Pangon's game, and as well, I I also like the the way that. At the thing, the biggest difference is is the style of play, mm-hmm. where Panchingu's. Team is more uh, control possession based, uh-huh. so there will be a lot of passing, 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 moving the ball around front to back, back to front and sideways. Try, trying to find spaces. Yeah, like just that. just to open up the space. But uh-huh. I think what Kim Bangun asked from his team is a bit more directness, mm-hmm. a bit more verticality. Okay. So there is an urgency to get the ball from the front, mm-hmm. from the back to the front. Mm-hmm. With just with with the minimal number of touches, mm-hmm. so I think you can see the second goal, especially the second goal against Philippines. Yes, yes, yes. Shafiq got the ball, moved it down to Shafiq, and Shafiq crossed yeah, it to to Akia to score. Yeah, yeah. Three touches, you goal. three touches, you go from basically just outside your own box uh-huh. to the to the other end. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the second game, they they tried to do the same, uh, but. Uh, You can see that Singapore are on a 
slightly higher level compared to Philippines. Yes, yes. And in Exxon Fundi, they have probably the the if not the best is among the best uh, striker in ASEAN the, football uh, right now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, as you, as you mentioned, you mentioned the loss of Shafiq, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that is a, crucial to us. It's not. It's not. That is not to say Sumare is a bad player, but he's not someone who is suited to play as a striker mm-hmm. because uh, he's 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 not uh, someone who well worse in that role mm-hmm. and he doesn't know when to make the run and all that yeah but we do we have enough local strikers in the M League we know we don't no yes. we don't uh, sh- that's why Shafiq is a rare breed mm-hmm. he, he's you you can say you can say a lot of players in the team are very important like Dion Kuz he, say he's, he can mm-hmm. say it's important uh, Fariza Malias you can say it's important but they are not the type of players that when you lose them you have a Big drop in uh, quality. Oh, in when except for Shafiq Ahmad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because without him we don't have anyone else. Mm, yes, yes, true. Darren Lock was a pity. I mean, for the second time, you know, he, uh, it's a pity. <laughs> but I think Darren Lock is a different type of place. I mean, it's 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 a pity for him, and we I would have loved to see him what he could be able to do at yeah. this stage again. Because frankly, the chances that he had uh, in 2016 at the Suzuki Cup was not much as well, and as you know, that was wasn't a good campaign for the, for yeah. the team. It it was like team B of uh, <laughs> Asian team. Yes, I think AFF Cup he was called up and then he got injured. Huh? Yes. I think this time around he has. Huh? Yep. Basic uh, illness. Okay, what are the areas you feel that the team must work on? What type of players might suit uh, Pangun's tactics and all that? Huh? I mean. Any departments where we need to beef up? Of course, the strike force is one. Like I mean, the strike. Uh, I mean, you you can't do anything with the strike force if Shafiq is not available because <laughs> the choice there's no choice there. Uh-huh. But I think uh, one of the things that they he needs to look at is uh, Dion Kuz. Yes, I'm not ha- a fan of what he did against uh, Singapore because he was all over the place. Yes, uh, he's a good player, but he's not. 11 players. He's one player only. You can't but, be everywhere and try to do everything. But uh, but you feel, uh, did the coach actually instruct him to press forward? Um, I mean, this is the second time. I think in the in UAE also he did it. Uh, no, I think he's in the Indonesia yeah. game. Oh, in the AFF AF Cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think when you are playing in, in a right back roll uh, and the coach give you license to to push up uh, and I think Kuz is someone who is who has belief in his who has the confidence in himself to to say I, I can help the team here and if, mm. if I go up there I, I may have a chance to mm. give an assist or score a goal yeah, yeah. but I think it's, if we look back to where he played and how he played in his first ever game for for the team Mm-hmm. I think in in the match against Vietnam, uh-huh, uh-huh. and back in uh, in the World Cup qualifier, and against Thailand, I think we saw him at centre back. We mm-hmm. saw him at centre back, uh, and he was so good then. Yeah, I think he made us all very very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was controlled, and he only had to he have he's very focused. That time he was focused on doing one thing, mm-hmm. which is to be to be the last line of defence for us. 
Mm. So I think probably I mean being playing as a right back is a waste because we have so many quality right backs in the country. Probably he should deploy him in the heart of defense. Probably in the future. I mean, uh, yes, I, I I think so. But uh, also we we have to give him a give him and give him gonna break this time <laughs> around because you know there there isn't a choice of of right back in this squad. Yeah, uh, Davis wasn't available. Shami Safari had to pull out because of his uh, triplets, which congratulations <laughs> to him. <laughs> uh, so there, there isn't much option. If if those right backs are available, then mm. I think there might be a chance that uh, Kuz would be put in the center of defense alongside Sharzad. Okay, talk to us about. Tell us more about Shafiq Ahmad. Shafiq is very underrated. Uh-huh. Very very underrated. Uh-huh. If you remember the, our almost almost result against United Arab Emirates, yes, yes, yes. I think the outstanding player on the night was Shafiq Ahmad. Mm. Uh, the way he he hustled, he pressed the opponents. He is very. I mean, there is no wasted energy with mm. with Shafiq. <laughs> he knows just the right moment to to do to do to go and press, press and pre- pressure the opponents. And you know, by that he cannot he cannot do that alone. <laughs> When he go and press. The other his teammates will all have to back up and press the other players as well. So, mm-hmm. so then the the opponents will have no shape. But I think as well, Shafiq is also someone who is very intelligent on yeah, the ball. His use of the ball. Uh-huh. Uh, don't look at his his slight frame right there. I think he he is physically quite strong. Mm-hmm. He can able to hold off at least defenders in this part of the region, uh-huh. or maybe maybe even in in Asia itself. Uh-huh. Let's not compare with the Europeans and much much bigger players from Latin America. So, uh. he's that's why we see sometimes, even in the past, Chengho has used him as as a midfielder mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of his intelligence, mm. how he goes into space, how he always put himself in the position to help the team. Mm. I think that kind of players. Yeah, and. As well, someone who is who has the predatory instincts, uh-huh. uh, and is a good, and is a good uh, hater of the ball. And then the performances of uh, Shafiq Rahim. I mean, after a long time, he's coming back. And Liridon Krasniki. Uh, I mean, <laughs> putting me on the spot. Uh, I think Shafiq Shafiq Rahim this did well. Uh. Um, he is not. A 90 minutes player anymore? Yeah, of course. Uh, you you can look at him as a 45 to 60 minutes kind of player. Whether you put that on, put him on at the start of the game where you want to gain the advantage and then close out the game later on, or you use him later on where hmm. the opponents have tired and he will be the one be able to find the space. Uh, I think he has adapted well to. Maybe also because Kim Pangun's tactics suit him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no dilly dallying on the ball, control, pass, control and move it up, control and move it up. I think that is perfect for Safik. Mm. And did he don't? <laughs> I mean, he he did score I, a goal. <laughs> he did score a goal, but I'm someone who still have my reservations on Liridon. <laughs> in fact, he scored again yesterday. Yes, yes, against, against uh, Alvarez in a close door, a close door game. Mm-hmm. I think Liridon. Oh okay. Slows down our game. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the past he would have suited more to 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 Chengho's style of play, but even then he's he suffered uh, and didn't do so well. I think if you see the game against uh, Philippines and Singapore, Malaysia tried to play at a very high tempo, mm-hmm. and when he comes on, everything slow down. 
Uh-huh. It takes too long to make decision. Takes too long to make a pass. Yes, he did well for the goal. I think it's great credit for him to to be in that space uh-huh. and to finish that ball because it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hassan Sani is a is a great one on one keeper. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I think Liridon. It looks like what he did in the last uh, two two games might have given him an additional. Uh, time with the national team, uh-huh. but I think at the moment it's not a success yet. Mm-hmm. We have to see more. Okay, are we in good hands? Under under Kim Pangun, I mean we have the Asian Cup qualifiers in June. We have Turkmenistan, Bahrain, and Bangladesh. I mean I spoke to Boyan Hodak some time ago. He was saying that a foreign coach will need at least six months to one year to settle down to get to know the players and you know it's pretty much short time you know june and he was uh, appointed in late january so how do you see uh, the team leading up to that tournament it's a short time but mm-hmm. as well when you hire someone when you hire a foreign coach mm-hmm. you have to have expectations mm-hmm. And it's not too high an expectation to have to to say that we want to qualify for the Asian mm. Cup. The nature of the draw and also where it would be played, yeah. right here at home for us, I think it's a huge advantage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and you you have to you have to take a lot of positive from what we see in the last two games mm-hmm. against Philippines and Singapore. But as you say, it's still early days. Yeah. There's still a lot of players which. Kim Pangon has to see over the course of the the next few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure he would have some idea uh, which player from this squad no longer works for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you look at indications, then it could be those that did not feature much mm-hmm. or even did not get a game time in the first two games. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the the closed door game against Albirex last night, he uh, it was a chance for him to try out all mm-hmm. the other players, which he he didn't manage to, mm-hmm. and perhaps. That was their last chance to impress him. Uh, I think they they have another uh, window right in May. Is it in May? Or... I think the plan right now is uh-huh. to have an earlier to assemble the team much earlier. Uh-huh. Uh huh. An additional two to three weeks to assemble the team to give Kim Bangun time to work with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, there might be plans for some friendly, but of course because that is outside of the FIFA window. Uh, some friendly games may have to be against clubs or mm-hmm. wherever they can find on the spot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm sure also some some other countries maybe from this region or within Asia, they who are also preparing for for the Asian qualifiers and have you know assembled the squad much earlier. Mm. So chances, <laughs> I think we have a good chance to qualify. You know. Okay, but um, we do not really do well against Central and. Uh, Middle East teams. I mean, we have Turkmenistan there and Bahrain. Mm. I mean, Bangladesh probably. I think we should beat Bangladesh, but Bahrain and Turkmenistan. You know, <laughs> if if this is played away, I would be very very worried. Uh-huh. But at home, like I said, if you know, we are we are we are all looking forward to April first when more things borders will be open and whatnot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Who knows? There's a chance that. Come June, the government can give us or give FAM a full stadium. Not yeah, not like yes, not likely, yes, but yeah. you know there is there is still hope. And in a full stadium, we have shown that we can match up against UAE. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so there is and Bahrain, you have to say it's not at the level, maybe slightly below. 
UAE and uh, Turkmenistan is much lower than lower, that. So yeah. you have to you have to rate our chances pretty high. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pangun was saying we just need seven points to yes. qualify for the Asian Cup in China. I have to agree with that. Uh-huh. Three points against Bangladesh, <laughs> three points against Turkmenistan, and I think even if we if we lose to Bahrain, with with six points, you have to be. I think that is quite high. Chances of being second place among the best second place finishers is quite high. Okay, Kinfai, let's uh, talk about Kim Pangun as a person. Mm. Uh, I mean, he has not granted any uh, one-to-one interviews with the media. He's a kind of uh, mystery man to the Malaysian media. I mean, how do you find him as a person? You have, I mean, you go to press conferences, you you speak to him. I mean, what kind of personality? Uh, I mean, as as a person. Yeah, he's a mystery man to me as well. <laughs> uh, at the moment, it would look like he is someone who who is clear on what he wants to do. His goals, huh? mm. uh-huh. How he intend to shape this squad uh-huh, and uh-huh. his game model. Uh-huh. So it's make or break for him, you know. It's 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 not easy for him to come in uh-huh. and replace Cheng Ho and bring the team back up after the disastrous uh, AFF Cup. Okay. Um, but you have to admire his courage and mm. his willingness to try. And it's also good that he brought his his coaching band of coaching coaches with him because he, he cannot work alone and it's also not fair for him to push him with the local coaches and who who he doesn't have a relationship with or, yes yes uh. and because end of the day you need football these days you need a big coaching staff to help mm. out with various aspects uh-huh. um I don't know. It's hopefully FAM will in the future grant some of us media a chance to speak to him. Then we will get to know more about him. Have Have you requested an interview? I have, uh-huh. uh, but so far no positive sign yet. <laughs> okay, Kinfai. Thank you for coming over for the show. Thank you for this. Thanks chance. for listening to Time Sport on the Beat. We hope you enjoyed the show. That is all for this episode, folks. See you next time.